Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, this your boy Frank Gore. You li- I'm listening to 49 of Rush. Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Man, this week is incredible on so many levels. Like, who, who would have thought, right? You know, it, I was looking back through Twitter and through my previous episodes that I do. This year six, uh, the 40 Dollars Rush podcast. And th- this day last year, I was doing a mock draft episode. Are you kidding me? Mock draft? Mock draft? No, no, baby. Not this year. This year, it's all about moving forward. It's all about moving forward. It's not so much about, you know, record and blowing people out and all those things. No, no, no. That's not what this team is. Every team has a different identity. And even if you get smaller than that, each game forms its own identity as things, you know, start going once you get in the first, second quarter, all those things. But this team, the 49ers, whoo! They just tough as hell, man. They're a two dollar stake. That, that's what it, they just. They don't give up. They fight. They go nonstop, and they just keep going. And how lucky! Like I don't think people understand to be a 49ers fan. Okay, to be a fan of any sport, you have to commit, right? <laughs> At least the good fans, the real fans, right? Hashtag faithful, all those things. You commit to your team through the good and the bad. And what I wanted to do today was kind of step back and look at the NFC Championship and Championship Games in general, AFC and NFC, and just see. Like, let's look at the history of franchises. Let's look at what teams have been this far, how often, what to learn from those things, how many times teams have played three times against the same opponent in a championship game, what are the outcomes. Because a lot of the questions that I'm getting lately is, man, John, are you scared? About the Rams. We already beat them twice. It's so hard to beat teams three times. And I don't know who started that saying. I don't know where it came from. I, I, but I can tell you this. When you beat a team and you own a team like the 49ers own the Rams. And I'm not saying like it's going to be a cake or a walkthrough or anything like that. I am picking the 49ers to win. Um, now if Trent Williams out, that's going to definitely be a giant step back. But I fully expect Trent Williams to play. But sometimes you just have somebody's number. And when things hit the fan, almost almost let one slip there. When things hit the fan, there's two ways to respond. It's ah, oh, here we go again, right? This is we're, we've lost to this team six times in a row. Ah, oh, here we go again, you know. Or is it all right? Let's go. All right, how how are we going to respond? 
Who are you going to be whenever things are not comfortable? Who are you going to be whenever things are down? Well, I, th I think we have a very clear picture of these two teams and who they who they are. How do you respond to adversity? I think that's one of the truest measures of who you are as a person. You know, I, I used to tell my players all the time, football doesn't build character, it reveals it. It's going to show you and all those around you who you are. When you're getting beat 17 to nothing on the road and you're going to be eliminated from playoff contention, who are you? Who are you? Well, I think we know who the 49ers are. Likewise, who are you whenever you're up 20 to 3 and everything's going great and everybody's praising you? You're up 17 nothing, everything's going your way. Who are you? You're the type of person that just can't get out of the way of your own success. I think that's who the Rams are. I think that's who they continue to show. Are they are they that good of a football team? Yeah. <laughs> the Rams are every bit and more a great football team. Not a good football team, a great football team. I have no issue saying the Rams are the best team in the NFL. That's not a stretch. But that's talent-wise. You know, that's Madden ratings. That's all those things. But, man, you watch Stafford when things don't go his way or he gets flustered. Ah, things get bad, right? And who are the 49ers? That defense? Whew! It's incredible. It's incredible. So I just, just want to say thank you. We got a lot of stuff to get to. I got some film clips from the defense. Uh, just got through breaking down special teams footage. Yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> we did like a 30-minute breakdown of special teams play over on Patreon. And if you like the videos that we share on this, again, I, I know I say it all the time, but this is the way to support the podcast. Patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. Again, the link is in the description of this video, audio, wherever you're listening, watching, whatever. Go check it out. Uh, as soon as you join, you get access to everything. And usually each month we do a, a Zoom hangout. Uh, because I've been on the road for four weeks straight, throwing these uh, get-togethers and hangouts, which is awesome, we're going to be doing two in January. Plus, we have that week off, right? So with the 49ers win this week, you have the week off before the Super Bowl. If the 49ers lose this week, then we got about, I don't know, 16 weeks off. Uh, but we're going to be doing that next week. So for the Jerry Rice tier members that get that uh, the Zoom hangout, we're going to be doing two of those in January. So the first week of January, and we'll be doing something at the end of January as well. Um, also, hashtag CC, baby. We're giving away a hat. Um, another hat. Uh, I feel like we give stuff away nonstop, and I freaking love it. But we're going to be giving away this hat, this red hat. It's the red um, hat with the white SF and the cursive letters from Represent. Um, we're going to be giving that away. All you got to do is hashtag CC. Turn on that notification bell and hashtag CC. We're going to get you guys a hat. We're going to be doing that giveaway here in about 15 minutes. So uh, just stay uh, tuned for that one. Um, and again, like we're go we're going to be keeping that one going live all the way up until we announce it. So that's there. So let's talk about the NFC Championship. Now I, I talked a little bit last week about how many times the 49ers have been. Uh, the the yeah, I mean February. I'm sorry. Thank you, James. Yeah, we're going to be having two in February for those Zoom hangouts. Sorry about that. I apologize. Uh, the teacher and me will never get a date right. I swear, man. It's just it's a curse. It's a curse. But the 49ers have the most championship game appearances, whether NFC or AFC, all time, okay? It was 17. They were tied with the Steelers at 16, but we got there. They didn't. And so now we're, we're in first place. AFC, NFC, doesn't matter. We've been to the most championship games with 17. Steelers, 16. Right behind them, Patriots, 15. Cowboys, 14. Now, if we're looking at who's left still in the playoffs, right? or there's only four teams, the Rams have been there 10 times, which was a little bit of a shock to me. They had some pretty good teams in the 80s and 90s. 
Um, the Chiefs have only been there five times, and the Bengals three. This is their third time. Um, so it's quite interesting. You look at that. Now, if you stay just within our division, just NFC West check, Seahawks only been to three. 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 Cardinals only been to two. So if you add up, <laughs> I'm petty, baby. Uh, I'm coming for it, man. I don't, 49ers are the championship. This is not the time to be like meek and whatever else. That's not what sports are. That's just my opinion. Not not saying you got to be a jerk or an a-hole or whatever else. I don't think many people would consider me to be that. But, man, yeah, like all my students who are Packers fans and, you know, Rams fans now, they weren't ever before, but they are now. Yeah, I'm talking that trash. I'm talking that trash. Uh, I'm betting push-ups with everybody, and I, I'm you got to pay, pay the bet. But if you just look at the NFC West, and you add up all of their appearances in the uh, NFC Championship, Cardinals two, Seahawks three, Rams ten, that comes to fifteen. The 49ers have more appearances than the entire NFC West combined. What? Get on my level. Come on now. Ah, doesn't that make you feel good? Like knowing how spoiled this franchise is. And, and, and again, if you just look at recent, we have been to, the 49ers have been to five. And I say we. And some people email me like, dude, you got to stop saying we. You don't play for the 49ers. You, you're right. I do not play for the 49ers. But I have a lot invested in them. So, and again, what the term fan is fanatic. Don't, first off, don't gatekeep. Don't be that person. Don't say what people can and can't do. Um, little fat Chapman, 10 years old, you know, getting bullied for wearing his 49ers stuff and maintaining that through Tom Sula and all that other stuff. Yeah. I'm going to say we, that's a big deal. Am I playing? You're correct. I'm not, but my financial dollars have gone into this, my time, my family, all of these things, my experiences, the community in which I hope I participate in building. I'm saying we, and I hope you say we, and yeah, I, I get the whole coaching concept and like, dude, you didn't do anything, whatever. I don't care. We build a community. We participate as a fan base. That's just that's just what it is. And that's what it's going to continue to be as long as I'm here. And I'm sorry if that bothers you. But guess what? We have been to 17 championships. We are the faithful. So, like, y'all want to come at me. I'm feeling salty. <laughs> y'all want to come on. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, what's up, Steve? He's down in Australia. Love it, man. Uh, he says, regardless of the outcome of the game, how would you rate this season for the 49ers? Man, it's, it's again, I, this is the theme. You know, we kind of came up with it live on the episode yesterday, if you missed that. And I went on a little bit of rant yesterday, too. But, man, whatever necessary. It, you just, by any means necessary, that's what this team is. And it's got to be A+. plus. It's got to be. You're talking about franchises like the Cardinals who have been to two NFC championships. This is an A-plus season. On top of it being an A-plus season, we have a quarterback that we spent all this draft capital that's just seasoning. He's just back there simmering, gaining flavor, gaining experience, only 21 years old. What else do you want? Whether Even if you hate Jimmy or love Jimmy, you understand Trey Lance will be the quarterback of the future at some point, whether that's next year, two years, three years, doesn't matter. That's a separate argument. We're going to spend a lot of time on that in the offseason but imagine being the saints right their head coach quit today didn't call a retirement he literally quit why did he quit well one they're 71 million dollars against the cap next year they only have five draft picks they're not doing very well they're screwed with they're just not the saints are going to be done for a very long time 
You look at Seattle. You look look at the Packers. Good gosh. They're like 40 million over the cap. And, you know, what are they going to do with Aaron Rodgers? You've got Devontae Adams. He's a free agent. Are you going to, okay, that's cool. You want to franchise tag him. Where are you getting that money? The Rams team, or sorry, the Packers team as you know it. Uh uh uh. All you salary cap is a myth, people. Someday you got to pay the Piper. Or if you're Sean Payton, you just say peace and leave somebody else with the bill. Um, the yeah, Saints are screwed for a while. Packers, yeah, they're great. They've been to back to back, all these championships, whatever. Don't care. They're in trouble. 49ers, whew. We got a good roster and we have a quarterback for the future that we are grooming. What? You kidding me? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say A. Now, obviously, A-plus season, you win that Super Bowl. But we're playing with Banks money right now. What's up, S1K Friday? I appreciate that, man. He says, <laughs> we buy the merchandise and watch the games. We pay their salaries. I'm saying we. Dude, speak your truth, man. And and I love that. I absolutely love that. that that's, that's what it's about, man. And thank you for your generosity. And supporting the show continually, uh, S1. You're incredible. Thank you so much uh, for the super chat. I, I really do appreciate that. Now, you look at, back to where I was like several minutes ago. I got all these film clips loaded and all this stuff, and I'm just over here going on a rant. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, it, it, it's it, let's just go, man. Now, you look at the last 11 years. The 49ers have been in five. Five. One, two, three, four, fifth. Fifth NFC Championship appearance from the 49ers in the last 11 years. We act like these are the dark ages, right? Like, oh, we've got these losing seasons. When we win, we win big. We win big. Now, of those five, we're two and three. We made it to two Super Bowls. Obviously, the Ravens with Colin Kaepernick and that squad and Harbaugh um, came up just short. And then, obviously, against the Chiefs in Miami and came up just short. That was only a year ago. That was a year ago. And we're back there again. And yeah, Celestial, uh, I see you, man. He says, shout out to John and Kyle for bringing in players with guts. This is the literal X factor that can win games that aren't supposed to be won. I think you're right. Tough players. And even players that aren't playing. You get guys like Javon Kinlaw. He's on the sidelines. Trust me, he has helped form the identity of this team with his life story. Dre Greenlaw, with what that guy's been through off the, off the field. People always ask me why I love Dre Greenlaw so much. You look at who he is off the field. It matches who he is on the field with what he's gone through, being a foster kid and being an A-plus model citizen on and off the field and what he's brought and overcome all these situations. That matters. What Ambry Thomas, the rookie, went through with the sickness um, whenever he, you know, I don't want to put his business out there, was in the hospital for several months and then gets drafted like a year later. Like, that's incredible. That's incredible. And you can go down the line. There's so many people that have that mindset. Juwan Jennings being a seventh round pick. Look what he's contributed. We got Tom freaking Compton out there on the right tackle who people left out for dead, me included, and I was wrong. Did he have a bad game last week? Yes, but he's had five positive games. It's not like it's just all black and white. And even number 27, I got to tip my hat to this man. He has played incredibly well. Incredibly well. And what he was able to do and what D'Amico really here. I, I want to show this clip. Okay. This is so the very first drive of the game, Dante Johnson got burned for three first downs and they ended up scoring all those things. Fred Warner pulls everybody to the side and starts charging everybody up. And then they responded, but not only did the players respond and we'll get into that. D'Amico adjusted the coverage and did things. We haven't seen him do all year. 
This is one. We do a traditional cover three system, and this is just a cover three, but it's a little bitty wrinkle that we haven't seen, and it worked to stop one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, Devontae Adams. So uh, hopefully you guys are watching this on YouTube. If not, um, hopefully I can explain it adequately through words. Um, if not, message me. We'll talk it out. We'll have a great conversation. Here we go. Watch this clip. This is on Patreon if you want to see the whole thing. We're going to play press man, and we're going to try to check him at the line of scrimmage. And we're gonna put some safety help over the top. So right here, you got a little bit of little bit of bump, not great. But now you're playing under, and you've got help over the top here. And so this is something the 49ers really have not done. And so it's still our traditional cover three. The only thing different is this is a brand new adjustment. We don't we don't see this. Is you're doing cover three with two safeties. Usually we have one safety in the box. So Aaron Rodgers sitting here thinking, oh, I've seen this on film. He transitions to the middle of the field. He's going to play in uh, the hook to curl zone what, or blitz. Nope. Instead, he backs up um, outside third, middle third. He's got to take outside third here. We never do this. This is a brand new thing that we – this is a new adjustment. Uh, obviously, it's been in the playbook. But with two safeties back there in our cover three, it's just, again, one of those wrinkles that he was able to bring out and adjust to in the middle of the game all to stop number 27, and it worked. Now, the play itself, they just check it out of the backfield, and Shark was right there, baby. And so, again, like, part of being a coach, you know, again, I think I've told this story on here again, so I apologize if I'm repeating myself. But, like, I've been on coaching staffs where you hear a coach say, I can't call a better game. It works on the board. You guys just got to execute. And you just keep getting beat. And it's just like, hey, coach, like, I understand this works on the board, and that's beautiful and great job by you. However, your X's against their O's is losing. So let's do something different and try to address the problem so that we can be successful. It's not enough to sit on the sidelines with your arm crossed and say, well, I did my job. They're just not doing their job. No, no, no. That's, that's poor leadership. <laughs> and a lot of big arguments that I've gotten with grown men adults, you know, coaching 16, 17-year-olds, it's like, look, dude, this kid ain't a baller, but he's all we got. So how do we help him out? How do we put him in a situation where he can be successful? And the whole reason why I started calling him number 27, Dante Johnson, is because I hated saying bad things about this guy because of what was happening on film. We kept putting him in positions that he could not be successful at. Well, D'Amico, tip of the hat to him, he comes out and changes a little bitty thing to make him successful against one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Oh, God, that's awesome, man. That's coaching. Coaching matters. It matters. It matters. And so I freaking love that, man. I absolutely love that. What's up, Iron Lion? I love this. He says, John, yeah, I got your email, my friend. He's he's coming all the way to the draft, uh, the Vegas draft from Okinawa, man. Appreciate your service. Can't wait to hang out. Um, really, really excited about this. And the messages that I got, and people keep asking, man, how much are tickets going to be and all those things. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. We had a meeting today with three different casinos on the strip um, about, you know, pricing all those things, and we're negotiating those things down as low as we can. You know, we're putting a lot of money and capital uh, into this a lot. <laughs> And we, we've got some support from Patreon subscribers and some other things that are helping with that cost. But I don't want this to be something that's going to break people people's bank. Um, however, I also don't want to lose thousands of dollars throwing a party. Um, this is going to become my livelihood. So as soon as I have those details, there's a wide range right now depending on which venue we end up going with. So I don't want to throw that out there. Uh, but that is going to be there. Now, 
if you are one of the people that want to come to Vegas, it's going to be the coolest draft party ever. Uh, here are the details and how to get access to that. All right, guys, I've been teasing this for a minute, but it's time. Here we go. We're hosting our draft party in Las Vegas during the first and second round of the draft. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be a small party. Like, we're talking around 200 or less, which we've been having that show up just at our rush road trips. The only difference is for our NFL draft coverage, days one and day two, we're going to have two 49ers join us, rookie Elijah Mitchell and all-pro linebacker and captain of the defense, Fred Warner. So if you want to participate in this and get to know these players, and again, it's going to be an intimate setting, pictures, autographs, going to have them on the pod, interview them, things like that, live while you are there in Las Vegas, you got to text this number. It's the only place you're going to be able to get access to early bird pricing, exclusive offers, because we're going to fill it up ourselves. I'm just telling you that right now. So what you have to do, you text the word draft, D-R-A-F-T, to this phone number. It's on the screen, or just listen to me read it off to you, 833-306-0365. Again, text the word draft, D-R-A-F-T, the 833-306-0365. Want to hang out with Fred Warner, Elijah Mitchell? You want to rub that into the face of your fantasy team, your fantasy league members, and all that stuff? You want to talk 49ers? You want to be able to build those memories for the family? This is the place to do it. So check us out over there. And again, when we sell out, it's going to go quick. So whenever we release that information on that to the draft number, make sure you move quick on it. Come party with us. It's going to be one of the been building this for a long time and really excited to provide this for the faithful, for our listeners, and to continue to build a community. So come party with us during the NFL draft in Las Vegas. Excited to see you guys there. Now, um, the question right here is, Jason, thank you. He says, Has, have any additional texts come out since registration? No, I'm not spamming people. That's not that's not who we are. So once the details are set, once we have the number of seats and tables and all that stuff, we're going to be getting that information out there. So this isn't something that's going to like light up your phone or whatever else or text you like early in the morning or late at night. No, 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 no. Uh, but whenever it does come out, trust me, you're going to want to participate in that. So that's there for you guys. Okay. Uh, now, let, let's jump back to couple other things about the, the 49ers the NFC Championship. So, again, we've been to five out of the last 11. We went two and three in NFC Championships. Now, went through how many other NFC teams have appearances in that amount of time. The Packers have been to four. We've been to five. They've been to four. Didn't win any of them. <laughs> uh, the Rams have been to two. Seahawks, two. Falcons, two. So again, like you just look at, this is not the golden age of 49ers football by any stretch. That was in the 80s and 90s. We had seven, by the way, seven NFC championship appearances in 10 years uh, back in the 80s and 90s. So like we're not there. This isn't even our best football ever as a franchise in our generation or lifetime, depending on how old you are. But it's up, I mean, it, 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 <laughs> it fights off any other organizations, whatever they put out there. Um, so just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Now, let's let's go to our hat giveaway, man. Let's do that. Let's 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 give stuff away. Hashtag CC, man. And again, we're giving away a hat every episode this week. So we we're just again just want to say thank you. Another anonymous Patreon supporter trying to build a community. That's what we're about, and people are buying into that, and I freaking love it. Ah, it's awesome. This one goes to 
Hashtag CC Michael Her H E R. What's up, man? Congratulations, Michael Her. If you did not win, and your name is not Michael, um, don't worry. We're giving away more this week. So just reach out to me at 49ers Rush or sorry, 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com and we can get you that information. Uh go ahead and I, I just need to know where to send it and all that stuff. So we'll get that out to you. Congratulations, my friend. And everybody else, thank you for the hashtag CCs. We'll keep them going. Um, we're gonna keep them going. Uh, that, that's what we're going to do. Now, let's jump to a film clip. I mean, shoot, we got Fred Warner coming out, partying with us in Vegas, right? This play changed the game. They go down and score. We give up a touchdown. And offense does nothing. Fred Warner gives a speech on the sideline. That's not who we are. And he backed it up. He backed it up with this play right here. Out. Making plays on the biggest stage. Fred Warner chose the best game ever. To have his best game ever. And this, like I would argue, definitely by far. I don't, I don't think anybody would disagree. Not even Fred Warner. This was by far his best game this year. You could argue this might have been his best game of his entire career. Which is a very, very awesome thing to be able to witness. Because he's had a lot of good ones. But just that peanut punch. You come down, you're going to punch through the ball. That ball comes out. But also pay attention to this. You can see the Packers up here. You know, just chilling. And look at all these 49ers that are in pursuit. And, you know, this is kind of a three-on-one. And, hey, let's be real. I, I want to be very, very honest right here. Watch 27 Devontae Adams. I'm sorry, number 27, Dante Johnson. Coming across, watch him. Okay, there's the fumble. Okay? This is savvy. This is kind of like um. And under the goalpost baseline screen, where you just kind of like, it, it's almost like a pick, but watch him wall him off so that his teammate can get the ball. This is a really good move right here from number 2-7. Now, it doesn't show up in the stat sheet, and why you have him <laughs> on man with no help uh, against Devontae Adams is beyond me. But the fact that he kind of hip checks him here and knocks him out and allows Dre Greenlaw to get the ball. Good job, Greenlaw. Good job, Greenlaw. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Good job, Green. Man, that that play changed everything. The Packers offense didn't do jack squat after that. And if that's not enough, this happened later. And unfortunately, I don't, I don't, I don't remember seeing this on the broadcast. Uh, maybe I just missed it. Uh, I was at a very crowded bar. Differ, <laughs> but uh, check this out. This Warner's great. Okay, you got the force phone. That was the best game Fred Warner's ever had in his entire career. Like the national media should be talking about this, and they're not. And it pisses me off because we witnessed greatness with what five four did. Okay, now you just saw him punch the ball out. This is oh, this is what makes him so special. Everybody backs out. Nice pass rush. He escapes the pocket barely. Look, I mean, there's not really a lot there. Throw this. Look at Fred Warner, man. Look at Fred Warner. Whoo! He throw it a deep, but that coverage. This is this is called Packers trying to get a pass interference. That's all this is. Randall Cobb on Fred Warner, and Fred Warner shut him down. And so it's third and six, and this is Aaron Rodgers just saying, hey, refs, will you do me a favor? Will you do me a favor, refs? Nope. Perfect coverage. Look at that cover. Discount double-checked him. He discount double-checked him. <laughs> I love it, man. Watch Fred Warner this whole time. How many linebackers can guard a slot-wide receiver? That's uh, number 49. Um, not the slot-wide receiver. But, I mean, look at this coverage. He's running the route for him. He's on top of him like a safety. Smart enough not to hand check him or anything. Watch him right here. Boom. Discount double check. Put that belt on. The fact that he's 30 yards downfield and giving up zero separation as a Mike linebacker, that's one of the things that separates him. He's that damn good. He's that good. And, and now he's got the confidence. If you remember Fred Warner, his first three years was quiet, not a lot of energy on or off the field or in the interview room. Not anymore. He's out of his shell. And he is freaking, it, it's permeating the team. It's permeating. You remember when people were saying, oh, we have a lack of leadership on the field. Man, get that crap out of here. That was ridiculous. Fred Warner is a beast and he is here to stay. Uh, Angel, what's up, Angel? He says, are we meeting at Sharky's again this Saturday? The correct answer is 100% yes. Uh, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Man, we've got so many jerseys. I think I played it for you last time. We got seven autographed jerseys, multiple Debo's, Elijah Mitchell, Roger Craig, Frank Gore. Giving all that away. We got trivia. We got all those things. And... Man, Kali, thank you. He says, I've heard nothing but good things about the Rush Road Trip. Hopefully, next season when I have the opportunity to be a part of it. Uh, thank you for what you... Man, uh, thank you, Kali. I mean, you've been a, a big-time supporter of this show. I'm very positive all the time. And, and I'll say this, you know. Man, I, I, I could, I'll be honest. Man, what's up? Para from New Jersey, okay? Who I consider a good friend, man. We text all the time. He came to the Philly trip. He's a, he's a Jersey guy with a buddy. And partied and realized kind of what the road trip was about. Afterwards, he he just came to Dallas out by himself and partied with us the whole weekend. It was incredible. Tailgate, Saturday night, all those things. And he felt comfortable enough, I, I hope he doesn't mind me putting this out there, to come out to this trip on his own because he knew he wasn't alone. And, and that's what all this is about and building that community. So if you're one of those people that's like, man, I really want to go to a game, don't really have anything, anybody to go with, I got you. I got you. Party with me, man. Uh, we got you. Saturday night, Sunday morning, we're partnering up. Um, here's the tailgate with 408 Faithfuls, you know, out of San Jose. They're throwing a party at SoFi Sunday morning for the tailgate. Um, it's 25 bucks. I'm, I have not profiting from this. I have nothing to do with it. I'm paying for it just like everybody else. But they throw good parties. 
Uh, food, you got steak, chicken, um, hot links, beer, liquor. It's 25 bucks. You just Venmo Abel-Rueda-1. Um, again, if you want to check out, if you're listening to this, you can just go to my Twitter, at JL underscore Chapman. It's my pinned tweet. You can see it there. I have nothing to do with this. I just support that chapter because they are incredible, and I want to party with them. So, again, if you're one of those people that you just want to go to the game by yourself and you maybe can't afford to take the whole family, I get that. Um, come party with us. Come party with us. And that's what's up. So that tailgate information is up on my Twitter. Or you can just go to their Facebook page, 408 Faithfuls. They have it on there as well. Uh, let them know we, that we sent you. Just tell them, uh, found out about you from the 49ers Rush podcast. Um, you know, put put our name out there. And freaking, I love that, man. I, I love that. So uh, we're going to be out there Saturday night on the beach in Hermosa. We're going to be out there Sunday morning. And you know red's going to be everywhere. Wear your red to the game. Wear your red to the game. Steve. He says, credit should go to Trent Williams. He had to talk to the special teams before the game. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Um, And special teams went out. You know, we did the full 30-plus minute breakdown over all the special teams today on Patreon, and it was incredible. It was awesome. I'm hoping to have some of those clips up. The beautiful Juan Salas got them to me right before I went live. I didn't have time to chop them up for this show or to load them up into the program. Uh, We'll have some of those clips for you tomorrow. The block kicks, uh, the Debo kickoff return. Oh, even Mitch Wisnowski was getting in there. Even Mitch Wisnowski was getting in there, um, which was awesome, which was a lot of fun. Now, let's get to the question about beating a team three times in a row. Because, again, I get this all the freaking time, man. I, I get this all of the time. So I went back, and, and I looked through the AFC and NFC and tried to find— I went back 30 years for each one of them. I, I'm a weirdo. I got an issue. But that's okay. I don't mind issues. Uh, just call me a magazine subscription. I got so many. Um, sorry I said that. I apologize. Dad joke. All right. <laughs> um, anyway, in the NFC, these are teams that were in the same division— that met in the NFC Championship. In 2013, it was us. The last time it happened was us with the Seahawks. Um, now, we were 1-1 one one in the season, so it doesn't really apply. And, of course, the Seahawks won that game. Anchor, I'm pissed off now. Sorry that I brought that up. 2010 Packers at Bears. They were 1-1 one one in that season. The Packers won that one. 1989, us again. So we've done it three out of the last four times this has happened in the NFC. Rams at Niners, we were 1-1 one one going into that, and the 49ers won. So in the NFC, we don't have an example in the past 30 years, 30-plus years to be honest with you. I think it's 33 years. I'm smart. I can count. Um, of a team going you know, 3-0 and against a team in the division. Has it happened? Now we go to the AFC, a little bit different story. 2008, the Ravens at the Steelers. The Steelers were 2-0 and against the Ravens. In the regular season and won in the championship game and went on to the Super Bowl. So it's happened before. 1999, Titans at Jags. Can't believe those two teams made it that far. Titans were 2-0 and and they won again. So they beat them three times. Then you go back 1992, Bills at Dolphins. They were 1-1 in the season. The Bills won. That one doesn't apply. So it, with the last six times this has happened in the NFL, it's happened twice. Okay, reduce your fraction. One-third of the time in the NFL, this a team can go 3-0. and it's team is it easy not necessarily but the only two times that a team was already 2 and 0 going into the championship they both they won both of them so statistically speaking if we're looking at the NFL championships AFC and NFC 
the past 30 years, a team that was 2-0 and is a 100% winning percentage. It's only happened twice. Uh, you can manipulate statistics to say what you will. That's why I gave all the context, the broader context. I didn't want to, you know, just make it fit my narrative. That's why I gave you all the other ones that didn't fit. But the only two times it's happened in 30 years, the team went 3-0. and So that's there. Um, so you, you can have the mindset, oh, it's so hard to. And I get it. You hear it. You repeat it. It makes sense in your head. But logically, it kind of doesn't. I would rather play against a team that I continue to beat than a team that continues to beat me. It just makes sense. The NFL is a matchup league. We match up very well with the Rams. Can they beat us? 100% they can. Will they beat us? Eh, that's a whole other thing. Um, that's a whole other thing. It's just different. Luke, what's up, man? He says, Jimmy Playoffalo. That's my first time I heard that one. I don't know if you came up with that, but I kind of like that. Jimmy Playoffalo in the last dance. Uh, I've been trying to tell channels it's a vibe. These guys are fighting and playing for each other one last time. Something's going on. Yeah, it's special. That's my word, baby. It's special. And I love it. And it's not just, obviously, everybody focuses on the offense. It's about the defense this time. It's about the run defense this time. This clip, you know, I'm done coaching. Uh, hung up my coaching whistle. Is that what you say? I don't know. Hat, whatever, sunglasses. Um, but I would cut this clip and I'd show my team what run defense looks like. Check this out. What does a good run defense look like? It looks gap sound and aggressive. And look at this. I don't know what else you would call this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven men outside gap. This gap right here. 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 All those gaps are clogged out. Oh, I'll bounce outside. Whoops. Right there, baby. Good job, man. Great job, D'Amico. And just <laughs> look at it. Look. Watch Rogers. Watch Rogers' body language. Watch him. Just watch Aaron Rogers. Hands in the pocket. Watching this guy just get eaten alive, staring down at everybody, just like, oh, gosh. And so, like, you see this, like, really, really good defense, and that's what has channeled everything. Yeah, we don't have the high pirate offense. Our offense is fine. But, like, we have had all this success because of the defense first. That's where it is. D'Amico. I saw somebody throw in the comments earlier. Sorry, I missed it. Um... D'Amico deserves a head coaching spot. I agree 100%. If he doesn't get it this year, he'll get it next year or the following year. But D'Amico's going to be he's, – he's a rental, guys. The good news is we will get picks back whenever he does sign as a head coach. But uh, I want to keep D'Amico. I love that dude. Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. Uh, I appreciate it. Before I jump into what Jeremy did, and thank you, Chris Knight, you won something last episode, and I think you missed the, the last part where we announced it. Chris, you want a hat, man. You already won something. So, Chris Knight, email me. 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. You're always on here. I appreciate your support, but I think you missed the announcement. You want something, man. Uh, so <laughs> check that out. Now back to Jeremy and the generosity of the faithful. I freaking love you guys. He says, John, thank you for all you do. Can you do another giveaway? And he gave me a gift, and this one's on Jeremy. This ain't even on me. I can't take credit for it. Thank you, Jeremy, and your generosity. So yeah, let's do this. Now, I'm going to ask a question. You guys answer this question. The first one to answer it correctly will get um, a 49ers Rush t-shirt. You get your choice between a whole bunch of stuff. Um, now understand, and again, what comes across my screen first is what we go with. 
The problem with YouTube Live is your order of comments is in a different order than mine, okay? So just trust me here. Uh, obviously, I'm not playing favorites. It's whatever. So uh, just understand what comes across my screen. Um, again, and my screen is it's going across Facebook, Twitch. Um, what's it called? Twitter and YouTube. So there, there's lots of different ways that you can get this. So if you see somebody, if I announce a winner that you don't see, it's because they're on a different platform. So we're, we're all over the place, baby. We're worldwide. Uh, now, here is the question. Compliments of Jeremy. Uh, the first one to get this one correct will uh, get a free t-shirt. Here we go. I, th I think we can play this one. I think we can do this one. This is going to be a fun one. The 49ers are fifth in the NFL in rushing touchdowns. How many rushing touchdowns have the 49ers had in the regular season? How many rushing touchdowns do the 49ers have in the regular season alone? They are fifth in the NFL. How many rushing touchdowns does the 49ers offense have? So uh, throw that up in the chat. And the first one that gets it correct to get on my screen um, we'll get a shirt. We'll reach out to that. Now we'll cover all that. Uh, again, this is compliments of Jeremy. I appreciate that, man. The generosity is awesome. Uh oh, there we go. And it was close, man. You guys are so close. Uh, the correct answer has come in. I want to give just a couple of people another chance. The correct answer was 22 rushing touchdowns. And the winner, the first one that came across my screen, again, your screen's different. Miss Niner Torres, congratulations. I need you to email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com, and uh, we'll, we'll get all that set up for you. And congratulations. One, for knowing your stuff. Two, maybe for being a faster Googler. Is that a term? Than everybody else. I don't care. You show up on the show, and I appreciate it. Thank you. And also, man, freaking Miss Niner Torres, uh, Mr. Niner Torres, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's Miss. It is MS. MS Niner Torres. Um, dyslexia strikes again. Um, now, oh, Ben, man, people giving more gifts. Thank you, guys. Just wanted to say, ever since I started following you, it's been hard to listen to anyone else when it comes to Niners because you never look for headlines or narratives. Just wanted to support the channel and say thanks uh, so much from Down Under. Oh, I love it, Ben, from Down Under. Really appreciate the positivity. And, and like, look, here's, here's the secret, okay? The channel's grown. This is my full-time job here in a couple months. Nothing else. No more teaching, no more coaching. I'm just going to channel everything in it here. And it comes from when you spend time in the film, okay? When you spend time on Twitter and social media, which I do as well, but trying to combat whatever, and you listen to people like Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless or Sharp, even though I love some of – well, I love Sharp. I think he cracks me up. But some of those people don't even watch games. And so whenever you push a narrative, you don't have to have facts. It's emotion, Right? You don't have to, and again, this goes to my AP students whenever I teach. It's not about what you know. It's about what you can prove with evidence and examples and concrete, specific examples. And that's what the film gives you. So whenever I spend, and I've watched every single, again, if you join our Patreon, every single play, offense and defense, the entire season, preseason, you get every single play. You get it all. And so that's how you can get away from all the craziness and what's out there. And so thank you, man. Yeah, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. I love it. <laughs> that is awesome, man. Um, I love it. Now, again, let's let's go to, you know, again, I one of my this is gonna be bad. All right. Here we go. We're doing this. Th this one's gonna be bad, but the idea is this. Whatever <laughs> you play football games and you have a very clear advantage over a personnel 
coaches were, were kind of jerks. We had a term. It was called check donkey. And it took place against the the <laughs> Packers. And uh, anyway, I'm going to play this clip. Here we go. A la Josh Norman. Guess what happens? Check donkey. Check donkey. Number 26 comes in the game. Check donkey. <laughs> like We got safety over the top and everything. Doesn't matter. It's just... <laughs> it's, 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 it's insulting. But not bad coverage. Uh, I mean, he missed it. Like, how do you not? I mean, it's not bad coverage. Got close to pass interference, but wasn't there. So, I mean, let's be real. It's not bad. But it is hilarious. First play, Josh Norman comes in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers goes, yep, I know where I'm going with the ball. <laughs> oh, man. To live inside that man's head. And he bragged about it too. I mean, they which knew what this play was from the start. I mean, they were coming too. You're bringing one, two, three, four, five, six guys, but he just got rid of the ball so fast. I mean, probably one and a half seconds tops. We'll count it down here. Thousand one, thousand yeah, one point seven tops. Not bad, Josh Norman. I think that was on second down. I saw somebody ask, uh, was it close to PI, maybe defensive holding? You have five yards to reroute them. But it, the game was called relatively loose. What I mean, like, they weren't throwing a lot of flags. Each team had five penalties, and so they let the teams play. But, man, what again, what a testament to number 2-7, Dante Johnson. He goes out of the game for two plays, the immediate check donkey. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we'll be on the sidelines on the headset. Where, hey, man, check donkey, 27, 27, 27. And so we'll turn, and we would have a that we'd have a signal sometimes, and you would just tell your quarterback. Like, I mean, we'd have a signal that was preset, you know, whether it was one of these, and we'd call like Y Y Y or Z Z Z Z, which basically means, hey man, you run a fade over that dude wherever they were, whether it was you know over the X Y Z or whatever. Check donkey, check donkey, the Z Z Z Z Z, and it was just fade route. And they knew, and that's exactly what they did, which is. It's rough, man. Uh, th that's rough to see that and just be like, ah, <laughs> ah, it, it hurts. It hurts for sure. Uh, now the good thing, and again, um, you know, I want to update you on the betting and stuff, man. That line, the disrespect. Everybody's picking us to lose. I'm seeing the things like uh, Michael. Uh, congratulations on winning the hat, actually. But he says, man, I've been watching too many pickums for this game. Everyone is picking us to lose. Good. Nothing changed. Everybody picked us to lose against the Cowboys. Everybody picked us to lose against the Packers. No respect. Uh, enter Rodney Dangerfield gif here, right? I get no respect. And I hope it stays. Good. Let him. Just let him. Because we haven't got it yet. I don't want it. Let it keep going. And we've made a lot of money off of that. And they're giving us points again this week. Even though fantasy football season's over, it doesn't mean that there's not excitement whenever you keep everything alive with my bookie's double deposit bonus. Having your initial deposit matched all the way up to a thousand bucks is like playing every game with home field advantage. So all you have to do is head to mybookie.ag and use promo code 49ERS, or you can use the QR code on the screen. Get the funds credited to your account instantly so you can start placing your bets with my bookie. Now, with the NFL posting on full swing, there's no shortage of games to choose from with my bookie. 
And here's what I'll tell you, man. My bookie is home to the exclusive contest that can be used to maximize your winnings and make 2022 your best year yet. We crushed 2021. So be with us as we continue betting with my bookie for 2022. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 using promo code 49ERS. Place your bets and get ready for intensity playoff action. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Now the line, uh, it's still at minus three and a half or plus three and a half. So 40 hours getting points. Um, I'm sticking with it, man. Somebody asked what I teach WG. I teach AP US history, government economics currently, um, which is a lot of fun. Uh, it, it's always a good time. But, it, you know, I want, before I jump out of here, and this one's huge, I, I could not do all these film clips without Juan Salas. He's incredible. If you've met him, there's not a better human being on the planet. Um, but also, man, Eric Armstead. Like, again, the fact that nobody's talking about what Armstead, Bosa, and freaking Fred Warner are doing is just nuts to me. The two biggest plays of the game, you could have said, are Eric Armstead, and nobody's talking about him. He, he ended back-to-back uh, drives with sacks. This was the second one, and this was the play before the blocked punt. I'm telling you, man, Eric freaking Armstead. Two of the biggest plays of the whole freaking game Back-to-back -back drives end with a sack from 9-1. Back-to-back. Back-to-back. They were on the five-yard line about to score. He gets a sack. Next drive, they're backed up on the 22. Gets a sack. Guess what the next play is after this? That's right. The block punt. Incredible, man. Watch 9-1. Now, is he getting this pressure from the help from the blitz and everywhere else? Sure, that's fine. I don't care. He's still got to make the play. He comes through, the, fights through his guy, swallows him up. That ain't going anywhere, man. Boom. Ah, I love it, man. And again, he, he doesn't get a lot of the credit he deserves, and that's okay. Uh, he's been consistent, and our defense isn't what it is without him. But I just want to say thank you guys. Really do appreciate this. It's been a lot of fun. We got a lot of more stuff. And so, again, uh, we've already got the defensive breakdown up on Patreon. We got special teams. We're going to get the offensive one loaded up. And shout out to Chris. He says, ever since joining Patreon, I've learned so much about reading our defense. We're a very consistent defensive called team, and we don't do a lot. But what we do, we do it well, and we follow our rules. And the more time you spend in the film, you understand those rules. And whenever they line up on third down, you can kind of tell where things are going to go and where they're not going to go. And my favorite thing about D'Amico and Kyle Shanahan, they don't throw darts. Like, somebody was asking me, a Cowboys fan, about Kellen Moore. Okay, so let's go on a tangent here. Here we go. Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. He's a very good OC and a very good play designer. But nothing builds on it, on itself. Like, whenever I was breaking down all the Cowboys film, like, you'd see this play, and it'd be like, ooh, man, you could boot off that and have an awesome counter if they start to overplay that. But I'd go back four games, and you'd never see that. And then you'd see, like, another play where it's like, okay, you could do an option route here with the wide receiver and take advantage of this later on. And i never see that. And so... The way that it was explained to me that I heard somebody else say this, I don't remember where I got this, but it made perfect sense. You have somebody like Kellen Moore that can design great plays, but he's just a good dart thrower. They're just good random plays. Nothing builds off of each other. They don't stack on each other. The thing that makes Kyle Shanahan so damn good is that once you start his outside zone read or a toss or whatever, he's got to play off of that once you overcommit 
to the pursuit side to the zone blocking scheme, he's going to Y leak out the backfield. He's going to boot off that and throw it downfield for whatever. And so a good coach gives their players and their team the best opportunity to win the game based on scheme and gives them an advantage. And that's what D'Amico does. We run a very simple scheme. We do a lot of cover three. We do some cover two and some quarters, but not too much. We don't do we don't have an advan- a lot of advanced lineups on defense. We're not a multiple defense. We're not at all. We're always an even man front. That's just what we do. We don't do bare defense. We don't do odd fronts. And if you don't know what those are, that's okay. Um, watch our Patreon. We'll, we'll teach you what those are. But you do what you do well. And he throws in these little bitty wrinkles to throw the, the offenses off. It, it worked against people like Aaron Rodgers. It worked against people like Dak Prescott. And so you throw those little bitty wrinkles, and it's enough to give you an advantage. That's what I like. They build on each other, right? It's building a tower, not throwing darts. This play makes that play better, which, again, if they correct that play, then that will make this play open, so on and so forth. Um, hopefully that makes sense. I think that makes sense. Um, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, you guys are the best. We got a lot more content this week. You guys are awesome. And as always, stay strong, faithful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.